Hey guys, welcome back to my show, and this is episode one to The Real Talk Show. I first of all just wanted to say thank you to everybody that listened to my intro. So this is my very first podcast, and it is going to be a solo podcast. I will be having special guests on very soon, but I just thought that the first podcast that I do should be a solo one, especially regarding today's topic. So this episode is called Faults and Flaws, and today I will be talking about my own faults and my own flaws, things that I do wrong and things that I see in myself that I either don't like or I see as being seriously wrong with myself. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about certain things because certain things are very personal, but I just thought I'd share some of these things with you guys so you can get to know a little bit more about me. And I would also like to share with you my journey in overcoming some of my flaws and some of the faults that I have in my personality. Just to start off, guys, to be quite honest with you, uh, I feel like shit. I literally, right now as I'm recording this, I really do feel like total shit. I won't say totally as to why, but um, I basically made some mistakes over the past few months. I feel like I didn't totally do my best at first. I feel like I started to do my best towards the end, And who knows, maybe it was too little too late, but I feel like I gave it my all uh, at the very end. And um, maybe, you know, it just wasn't enough. And now I'm here learning to live with the consequences of my failures. So uh, fault number one, I've realized when it comes to certain things that uh, I give up a little too easily. I fully admit, you know, if something doesn't suit me at the particular second, uh, sometimes I don't think far enough into the future. I don't think about uh, certain consequences and I don't think about how I may feel days from now or even months from now or possibly even uh, years from now. I uh, like to think that I actually do do those things, but I notice that I only apply those things to uh, a select group of things or categories of things in my life. And I realize now that I need to start doing that with all aspects of my life. Maybe I can't totally fault myself for this because I feel like it is only human, but I act on uh, impulses a lot of times. I sometimes think about how I feel just in the particular moment. I'm fired up. I get really upset. I can get very emotional or I can be really driven to do a certain thing and I don't totally think about everything that I'm doing right off the bat and sometimes I wind up going and doing something that I wish I hadn't have done and I either wind up just thinking to myself that I shouldn't have done any of those things or I just wind up looking like a smacked ass in front of everybody uh, a little while later. None of those feelings are good. Nobody likes to feel that way and I hate the feeling that I was possibly just somebody who gave up too easily or that I was a quitter by any means. That's not how I was raised. That's truly just not how I am as a person. If it is, that is a less than endearing or redeeming quality. And I really want to change that about myself. And I have to remedy that. So one of the things that I'm learning to do is to just take a deep breath and calm down and think about the consequences of what I might say or what I might do. 
and really think to myself, am I really willing to live with the consequences of what I'm about to do? Oh my God, it is very difficult. It is so difficult to keep yourself calm when you're so emotionally fired up about anything. It could be something bad. It could be something good. Who knows? But boy, it is really hard to bring yourself down to a normal level and to step outside of yourself and really sit and analyze the situation, regardless of what it is. One of the things that I like to do is I like to isolate myself and I like to just try to calm down. Meditation sometimes helps, but the other thing I love to do, and friends are a great resource, I love to reach out to some of my friends, some of my friends that I think are very well-rounded and very level-headed people and can give me a true unbiased opinion and will also be blunt with me and just tell it to me like it is. And I am very lucky that I have a very good group of friends that I rely on for that. And I've decided that from now on, that's what I need to do. That seems to be the best thing for me, which is to literally stop, isolate myself for a little while, think about it, and then call or meet up with a friend that I find to be very intelligent and level-headed and can give me a blunt, very unbiased opinion and who will never intentionally steer me the wrong way. And then once you have gathered all of those perspectives and all of the things that your friends have provided you with that maybe you didn't think about before, I can then make a very clear, good, and very honest decision about what I will do next. And I think to myself that I will be ready and willing to live with the consequences of whatever I decide to do. I am only really just now learning that. I do kind of wish that I had learned this lesson earlier on, but better late than never. So I'm picking myself back up and I'm just going to move on. Tip of the day, guys. If you have a great group of friends, if you have a great family, be thankful for them every single day and go to them. If you really think that they can provide you with a great opinion or truly unbiased advice. And if you know at the end of the day that they love and support you, utilize them. Be there for them as they would be there for you, but don't ever be afraid to utilize them. That's what they're there for, both family and friends. Um, My second fault. I at times can be very cold-hearted. I sometimes have the mentality of somebody who maybe only cares about himself and how he feels in the particular moment. Perhaps this is why some people that know me call me a fucking asshole. I'm uh, <laughs> really not sure. I like to think that I'm actually a very nice guy. Yeah, no, I've been told over the years that yeah, I am a pretty cocky dickhead. I honestly think that my heart's always in the right place, but I don't always act on the good heart that I have. And sometimes a while later, I, uh, when I have time to sit and reflect on how selfish I was or maybe what I was feeling at the time, I uh, feel pretty bad uh, because I didn't consider the other person's feeling or anybody else's feelings at the time. And I was uh, just very quick to go about my day or go about certain things totally based on how I feel, which is not necessarily vindictive all on its own, but it is just very selfish and very dickheadish, and it's very inconsiderate. And um, I wound up feeling pretty bad afterwards, uh, just because sometimes just knowing that you're the cause of somebody else's discomfort or somebody else's despair is truly just not a good feeling. It's also not a good feeling to think that you were just a rude or you were an inconsiderate person to others by any means. Being nice, doing right by others, and doing your best to make others feel good and to think well of you is truly a great feeling. 
which I have actually done plenty of times in my life, but I do notice that I sometimes have these negative qualities that do come out maybe a little bit more so often than I would like. And the remedy to this flaw, honestly, goes hand in hand with the remedy for the first flaw, which is to literally just stop and to think and to try not to be so impulsive. It's easy to be impulsive. It's easy to walk away. But commitment and being somebody that can truly commit is a wonderful thing. And it's a very redeeming and a very endearing quality to possess. Not that I don't when it comes to certain things, but I feel like I need to apply that quality to more aspects of my life. So my third fault. As you can see, this is uh, very difficult for me to kind of get this all out and to really say. Nobody likes talking about the negative aspects of their personality, yet here I am. So my third fault is I don't always realize that I don't know what I think I know. I guess maybe this is a fault in all of us. I feel like it's natural for human beings to think that they know more than they think they know. We can often sometimes be arrogant. The simple fact of the matter is, is that I realize I'm always learning. I'm going through life day by day, and I'm just trying to do the best that I can. But sometimes I sit there and I am truly sure that I know what this is based on my experiences, whether it's a particular situation, something that somebody said, or something that I might see just physically right in front of me. Sometimes I can be so cocksure that I know what it is, the backdrop to the situation, the story, where it all stemmed from, what it is at the particular moment, and where it's all going to go. And I won't lie, sometimes I have definitely been correct, but I'm not always correct. And sometimes when I find out that I'm wrong, I'm either amazed or I just feel like an idiot. And the simple fact of the matter is, one day I might sit there thinking I know what I don't know. I might make a rash decision. I might miss an opportunity. And as a person who truly does value personal development and is also an aspiring entrepreneur, You can't really have that type of mindset. (laughs) You really need to be able to realize that you don't know what you think you know. You don't know everything. You're constantly learning. You're constantly growing because that's just how the world is too. And that's how the winners keep up with the world and the changing times. And I want to be one of those people. I want to be one of those winners that is able to keep up with everything as time passes. I don't want to be one of those people who just fades into the midst of history and it's just like, oh yeah, well, you know, yeah, that was Ray. He was great at that time. He was great with this, but that was back then. It was just at that time and he lost it all afterwards because he couldn't keep up with the times going on and the times going by. I will never 100% all the time always know what I don't know or know what I think I know. Nobody ever does, but I have to realize that and I need to get comfortable with it. Years ago, I thought to myself that the me now would never have a bad day ever in his life and that the person I am now at this time, at the age that I am right now, would never have any more pain, no more despair, and would not be going through any great challenges in life at all and that I would just have this endless fountain of happiness. Why on earth I seriously thought that years ago is beyond me because now, being the person that I am, and at the age that I am right now, I realize, boy, I did not know what the hell I thought I knew. So it 
to say the least, is a very humbling experience. And I'm just trying to get through it and I'm just trying to grow. But I need to truly apply the mindset of I don't always know what I think I know. And I need to be more open-minded. I need to not be so narrow-visioned. Now, the fourth thing right here, and I can't necessarily say that this is totally a fault or a flaw of mine. Uh, Maybe it is sometimes. Let's just put it that way. I would say that there is definitely a shade of gray when it comes to this particular thing. I think maybe that I need to realize a little bit more that there's a time and a place for this type of thing, which is I am way too brutally honest. I'm just the type of guy, I have no trouble telling it to you like it is. I don't really sugarcoat things. I will use plain and simple language. I might use some four four or five letter words. And I don't know, uh, sometimes I come across as an inconsiderate, uh, raging freaking asshole, which I truly at heart don't mean to be. But that is just, I guess, how I come across sometimes. And like I said, I really don't mean to be that way, but I am just brutally honest that I like to tell it to you like it is. If to me, sometimes it just feels like it's too much effort to sugarcoat things and to find different and more kinder and nicer words of or to use to say things to certain people about certain things. And uh, to say the least, it's not that I'm wrong, but um, it would suffice to say that I'm not always met with the kindest reaction after I tell it to people like it is. Like I said, it's not that I'm wrong, but I don't always get such a kind reaction afterwards. (laughs) So, And then I sometimes have the attitude of, well, sorry, not sorry, which in some cases, it's okay to do that. Uh, Sometimes you do need to be brutally honest and you do need to be blunt with people. But I feel like it's probably not something to do all the time. Hence the words too much. T-O-O. M-U-C-H. Too much of anything is not good. If you have too much sugar, you're probably going to be a diabetic after a while. If you have too much noise blowing in your ear all the time, you're probably going to lose some of your hearing. If you drink just way too much water, you're probably going to have to piss like a racehorse after a while. So you guys get my point. So I guess I just got to realize that there is a time and a place to be brutally honest, but not all the time. And uh, to be honest, though, this might seem really dickheadish, actually, when I say this, but uh, I like being brutally honest. I like being the person that's a straight shooter, and I like being the person that just tells it to you like it is. But if I want to be met with a better response, and if I want maybe to not feel so dickheadish after a while or feel so bad about some of the things that I say, then I guess I need to work on that. So I will either learn to just construct my words in a different way, or I will just learn to shut my trap. It's as simple as that. My next biggest flaw, I tend to overthink. I think way too much about the future. I think way too much about the past. I think about the past, certain things that I've done. I romanticize about certain things in the past. I look back on my childhood. I look back at some of the fun that I used to have and I'm sometimes wishing that I could have it all back, that I could rewind time and I could live those days again. But I know I can never relive those days. And that's another thing, my friends. I just got done telling this to my sister just a little bit ago before I got on this podcast, which is time is probably the most valuable commodity in the world, in the universe, actually. A lot of you think that it's money. 
And yeah, don't get me wrong. Money is a very valuable commodity. It's probably the second most valuable. The reason why I say time is first is because you can never get time back. If you lose $100 today, you can make $100 tomorrow or $100 later in that day. You can get it back. That is my point. You can never get time back. The opportunities of now, the opportunities of today, the things that you could do today will never come again. Once tomorrow comes, yesterday has passed. You can't go back in time and you can't redo things. So I feel like it is important to cherish now because now, the age that you are, what you're doing now, the opportunities you have now will never come again for yourself or for anybody. One of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to treat time as a friend. I'm going to think of it as my companion, a friend that's going to go with me on the journey, my journey through life. And that friend is going to remind me to cherish every moment because they will never come again. Cherish the time that you have with your friends and with your loved ones because you never know what will happen. So I feel like sometimes I waste time. I'm thinking too much about the past, too busy with nostalgia, and also sometimes too busy looking towards the future, which is okay to a degree. And it's actually also okay to a degree to look back on certain things. Again, though, I feel like I do it too much. It's good to be cognizant of your past and your future, but not at the expense of the moment. What I don't want one day is to one day be so old and to think about my youth and think about the days back then and kind of think to myself, well, the only thing I was worried about back then is myself now at the age of like 40 something. I do also need to enjoy things now. I do truly believe that these are some of the best days of my life. And one day when I am much older, I will look back at these days as being some of the most fruitful days of my existence. I do know that and I truly believe that. I know what I need to work on here and the lesson, my friends, is be mindful of the past, be mindful of the future, but not at the expense of the moment. Enjoy now because now will never come again. Okay, and this is the last flaw right here I'm going to go over for today, which is me being so impatient. Patience is a virtue that I have not mastered yet. I don't know if it's right for me to sit here and say to myself that this is a major flaw of mine. Uh, I truly think it is, but some people that are a lot older than me would probably sit here and say to me, you're young, you're supposed to be impatient, or not that I'm supposed to be impatient, but it is only natural for you to be impatient, which, you know, maybe I will accept with a grain of salt, but not totally. I don't really totally see that as being much of an excuse. I feel like if you really want to do something, if you really want to have a certain mindset, it's really just a choice first, and then you have to make the effort to incorporate that particular quality into your mindset. So I'm just very impatient. I have dreams. I have goals. So many aspirations. I want it all. I want to achieve it all right now. And I often wonder, am I doing enough? Am I really doing all that I can right now to achieve those things? And the answer is yes. To my knowledge and with everything that I'm doing, I do truly think so. But is there something that I'm missing? 
and I become so impatient. I wish I knew it all. I wish I had the answers to everything right now. And honestly, it is very, extremely frustrating, to say the least. I'm sure you guys listen to other podcasters and other people who are very wildly successful. Uh, I'll name one right now, which is uh, Gary V. We all love Gary V. I mean, who seriously doesn't love Gary V? I fucking love the guy, honestly. But one of the things that I heard him say one time, because I follow him on all of his social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of it. I follow him on YouTube, everything. Gary V said that the biggest thing a lot of young people don't realize and have not yet learned and really do need to learn is to be patient. Take risks, but be patient. And it's so hard to be patient. It really is. And sometimes I just feel like I'm in such a rush, which almost kind of goes hand in hand with the flaw I previously mentioned. I feel like I'm in a rush and I feel like I do it all at the expense of the moment, which is not a good thing. A sense of urgency is definitely necessary. So I will overcome this by literally just talking to myself, telling myself to be more patient, and I will couple the rest of the techniques that I mentioned in this podcast in with this particular remedy to my flaw of being impatient. Once it is all said and done, I will become a much more mindful, much more patient person with a much more clear head, and I will be much more cognizant of pretty much everything in my life both past, present, and future, as well as everybody that I am surrounding myself with. And I will be just that much better of a person, and I will just be that much more well-equipped to achieve the goals, the dreams, and all of the aspirations that I have right now and in my life in the long term. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this. I'm sorry if I seemed a little off or a little, like, if my voice seemed a little choppy by any means. Um, Part of this was emotional for me to uh, to get out. Uh, the other thing too is nobody likes to sit there and nobody likes to out and out just explain to other people what their flaws are because we all like to focus on more of our positive aspects or attributes, if you will. And it's just difficult. It really is. You know, as human beings, it's easy for us to see the fault in others and it is easy for us to see the positive things in ourselves. Because we all want to think of ourselves as great. We all want to think of ourselves as being special somehow, some way. Not to say that we all aren't in our own way, but it is just naturally more difficult for human beings to focus on their negatives than it is to focus on their positives. But I will pat myself on the back because I do think that I'm humble enough to sit here on a podcast and explain to pretty much everybody what I think is wrong with me. Thank you again, guys, so much for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, please feel free to either message me or just leave them in the comment section. I'd love to hear all of your feedback. And if you would like, please message me or just leave in the comments what you think your flaws are. Maybe you have the same flaws as me. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about some of the things that are going on in your life. Tell me about what you wish you could do better. And maybe I could help you with it. 
and maybe you can help me with some of the issues that I have, I would appreciate any and all feedback. If you think you have the solution for me in some of the issues that I have and some of the faults and the flaws that I explained in this podcast, I would be more than happy and very open to hearing any suggestions that you guys may have. Well, guys, that concludes episode one. Thank you for listening to my show, The Real Talk Show. Stay tuned for more and you guys will hear from me very soon.